Welcome to Intuitate Radio. This is Relationship Insight with an Intuitive Twist. I'm your host, medium and intuitive, Marissa Lizapel, connectionbeyond.com. That's connectionbeyond.com. And before we get into today's show, intertwining intuition, psychic ability, mediumship, love, relationships, and craziness in the zoo, Steve! It's always crazy in here. It is. And you've been kind of a regular producing the show and co-hosting with me in the last couple weeks been pretty awesome i gotta say you know i've learned a few things too are you getting like do you get excited and aroused in here a little bit it's hot here today especially yeah (laughs) because we talked about the cougar and cub thing Mm -hmm. would i be your choice of a cougar you know i gotta say right now you're all done up with the makeup yeah definitely helping oh good definitely i'm a blonde and you're a blonde and sometimes blondes don't mix yeah but i got a thing for blondes so there's that yeah well i don't so, but you're still, you're still, uh, you're still a cutie patootie. I would say that. Thank you, too you kind. Still, you got the vibe. I'm saying that's what they make hair dye for. What are you what? into? Now you don't I, like blondes. I like. Uh, well, you don't like dirty blondes. I'm saying I like you, but I'm saying that te- like on average, I'm more into the dark haired. Into the dark side. <laughs> into the dark side. The dark side. But I'm a panther. Not really a cougar, a panther. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay, so before we get into this show, I'm so excited about today, aren't you, Steve? I'm We're going to be really talking excited. about cheating. Yeah. How to cheat proof your relationship. How to know if your man is cheating, because we don't have women in here, and we're going to have two, two great guests coming on today. One is the steak guy, who I call the steak guy, and the other I call Grease Lightning. But we'll get into that story in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. See, I told you it was getting hot in here already. Right. This is one of the first couple minutes of the show. Wow. I think our guests started me steaming, and then one of our night show hosts walked in, and, and, and our, one of our guests got, like, aroused and hard in, in, in the studio. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm feeling sexual energy, and I actually had to fan myself because I'm feeling it. She's feeling it. We're, I meant I think like we're all feeling it in here. I meant like stiff, like not like like a perverted kind of way. <laughs> so that's not what you're feeling. All right, so back to Intuitive Radio. This is you guys got me all <laughs> riled up. I'm from Scranton, Pennsylvania. So am I. So are you, and so is that guy. There's a diner in Scranton, Pennsylvania called Chick's Diner, where you go in there, people yell at you. you there's no real, you know, nobody cares. You just go in there, you order your food. It's not uncommon to. To yell across to the guy cooking your food, the guy sweating in your food, <laughs> the waitresses are yelling at you, and the waitress yelled at you guys because you didn't want to sit in her section. There's no management coming out addressing anything. You guys are there, I'm there by myself, and all of a sudden I, I see a character sitting in front of me. Your back's turned toward me, Tim. Yes. So you guys want to just introduce yourselves real quick so we know your names, what you do. If you want, you you can just say Tim. I'm just uh, I'm gonna go with Tim today. Do you want to talk <laughs> about Do you want to talk about what you do, or do you want to say your business name, or um, or you want to remain anonymous? Yeah, okay. we'll stay anonymous for right. We'll now. just say he's the steak guy. Yeah, you could do that. Okay, and yeah. who are Grease Lightning? What's going on with you? What's Nothing. Your... I'm Jordan. I'm yeah. from Scranton, and I guess we'll stay keep it anonymous as well. Okay. Well, you guys, well, we how, work together. How come we all of us never met? Because. I'm from Scranton. You guys are all from Scranton. It's a small town. Where, why have I not been graced with your presence? I don't know. But before we get into that, I want to tell you when you, that girl walked in the room, 
she is beautiful and he did get aroused <laughs> like in what way well he did he was on the hard side but i know this for a fact before we came here he swallowed a Viagra and it got stuck in his throat. <laughs> so he has a stiff neck and he's also, he also saw that girl and he got aroused. So he's got okay. two things going on here. Well, maybe we could make it into a date tonight. That girl is beautiful. So this is what Absolutely this is what beautiful. drew me to you, Jordan, because Grease he lightning. said the same thing. Yes. At, I mean, you guys were sitting there and I'm always looking for interesting people, but I don't think of picking them up while I'm eating eggs and hash browns just waking up in the morning, you know? Yeah. I see this guy and he's like yelling at you and you're just reading the paper. You, you don't know, really care. I paid no attention. You pay no attention. Absolutely. He's not. like, look at this girl. Look at her. That's because and he's got like the picture on Facebook and he's going crazy. I'm like, this guy, we need him on the show. It goes on every day, all day. So yeah, with different listen, women. All different every, women. Yes, hundreds of women a day. <laughs> like, Jordan. The girl on Facebook yeah. was hot. Okay, I know. That girl that just walked in here, stunning. So, Beautiful. What? Okay, so the girl on Facebook's done. And, I mean, yeah, she's listen, done. Yeah. What about, you were talking about your dad was supposed to set you up with her. and. Oh, that's a different girl. Okay, well, no, are you going a on a date one. with this no, girl? No, it's not. It's the same girl. It's the same no. girl. Yes, oh, it's the same oh my girl. God, I'm yeah, right. yeah oh my different girls. Yeah, he's but so mixed I'm up with so women. Mi- I am real mixed up right now. <laughs> Nothing. He was supposed to set me up. This is 10 years ago. And she's involved with somebody now, and I can respect that. I just can't. Do you want a girlfriend? No. No, you're just looking no, for sex. I'm not ready. Yeah. You're looking for sex. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you went through listen, a breakup, right? Open. The, yeah, the, well, but t- the window's open. Tell me what's go. Tell me what happened. With what? The breakup? Like you were with somebody for how long? Five years. And you were engaged. Yeah, my this is my second go at it. Second I was engaged once before. And you never went to the altar? No. Why not? Because I think the ring is a is a curse. For you? Yeah. It, because everything is going great. You put the ring on it. And then as soon it. as it happens, like things are good for three months, and then all of a sudden, downhill. Who got the cold feet? You or her? I ended the first one. The second one... She ended it. She, she ended it without... She prolonged the inevitable. And so then I finally got sick of it and said, listen, you need to make up your mind. You do... Or you don't. And she just kept saying, I don't. So I said, well, I do then. Okay. So but that's she, a really tough, that's a tough subject, tough situation. Yeah. It's not over with yet. But if she comes, if she comes back, you'd want to be in a relationship with her. Would you say you know, yes? If you would have, uh, a month ago, if you would have asked me that question, I would have said yes. But now, I mean, I probably still would. But now after the way that she can easily just drop me over the last, after five years to, you know, being with each other every day. And then just not call me for weeks on end. And not help you when you ask for yeah, help. Yeah, and, and when I ask her for help with something and she says, you know, she can't help herself, let alone help me. Why would I you think want the that? I love you is just words. Yeah, like why wouldn't you want a woman who's like an equal partner in, I do, in, in crime? That, that, that's what I do want. So she's and not that. I'm, I'm, I think I'm be- slowly but surely I'm beginning to realize that, that she's not... She's not someone's going to stand by you when you need help. No. You need some support in your life. He needs it right now, and she's not there. Yeah. Right. So that's not loyalty to me. And she's more of a weight, like, dragging you down. Yeah. But we're going to try to set you up with our nighttime producer awesome. and maybe make you feel a little better. That's all I need. That's all you need. So we're at the <laughs> diner, and I and I decide to be like, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. You turn around, Tim. Yes, and I, I see did. your lovely face. Yeah. And I ask you guys to be on the show. What did you think at that moment? <laughs> I'm thinking this Show me girl, the money. This girl's nuts. <laughs> yeah. And I said, 
I'll do it for money. And you said, no, it's about love. And I said, well, money will buy love. <laughs> money will buy the love. And then we started talking to you about your life. And I asked you if you were married. You said, yes, 20 years. Yes. And you said, I said, well, did you marry for money? You said, no, I didn't have anything back then. This before you owned your business. Yes. And then we started. And then, of course, I had to get into the personal questions right off the bat. Yep. Yep. And I had asked you if you've been faithful for those 20 years. And you I said didn't no. Even know, I know. Like the honesty that came out of your mouth from like the get go, I couldn't believe how honest you were. Yep. Like in that way. And you're like, my wife knows about it. No reason to lie. Yeah. Like a guy being that honest, like not even two seconds flat, I was like, I got to find out more. Yes. So I found out more about your story. And before we get into that story, your mom passed away. Correct. And you found out I was a medium. Yes. And then you decided you want to talk to me. Yes. Well, <laughs> you you kind of uh, hit the nail on the head when you mentioned about my mom. Her throat was bothering her and she had a tracheotomy and she always complained about her throat. So right off the bat, I knew, you know, I knew you knew what you were talking about because you just don't pick something like that up out of the clear blue sky. And, you know, she suffered with it and it really bothered her for, you know, while she had it done and. She lasted six to eight months, and that's all she, you know, talked about was her throat. So you you caught my eye immediately. You, and I you wasn't know. planning to read you either. We nope. were getting ready to leave. Yes, we were. Yeah. Yep. And then you asked me, can we go outside and talk? And then that's when you blew me away. Let's talk about the freezer, the steak freezer. That was yeah. interesting. Um, for you to know that there was something wrong with the freezer, like the day before, my partner literally yelling at me because it was off three degrees. And I said, I didn't even touch it. And for you to know that something was wrong, no one could have told you that. You don't know who my partner is. I didn't talk to you. Nobody talked to you. So that was a way of my mother, you said, telling me that it was real. And then another thing you don't know about was I always floss my teeth probably 10 times a day. And you knew (laughs) about the toothpicks in my truck. And when I'm picking my teeth constantly, (laughs) my mom is, is trying to talk to me then. So... Nobody knows, Jordan knows that I have Mm -hmm. the floss uh, toothpicks all day long. And once again, my partner, Dave, my business partner, he knows as well. That's, that's it. That's all it knows, but you knew it. So there's a lot of things that you said that hit home that I know no one else could have known. So this was a random occurrence. We were both there eating breakfast and it all started out with you acting crazy and me thinking I got to get these guys on the show. I didn't think that this was going to become a reading of your mother who passed coming to tell you she's okay. Yes. (laughs) And this is the, this is the second time this happened to me now. Yeah. Tell us about the first time. Uh, The first time I was at a bar and uh, called gins and I was with my friend and, uh, I'm uh, what you call a designated driver because I don't drink, and he wanted to go out and have a good time. So I said, all right, I'll take you, and then I'll drop you off at home. So this girl walks in, and she's absolutely stunning. Like, absolutely, like, you got to take, like, three looks at her. And she walks in, and as soon as she walks in, she's with her husband, and she, like, looks at me and then turns around and looks again at me. I'm thinking, wow, this is weird because her she's with her husband. She's looking at me. So... She comes over to my friend, gives him a hug and a kiss, and then she says to me, are you uh, are you an author? Do you write books? And I said, no, hon, you got me mixed up with someone else. And she goes on and says, no, 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 I, I think you're an author. I know you. I said, listen, I am not an author. I do not write books, and you do not know me. So she left. Five minutes later, she comes back, and she's talking to my friend again, and she goes into this room 
where they have a game, you know, a crane game where you put the money in and you try to win some animals. Well, she took her drink out there and you can't have drinks in that certain room. Mm -hmm. So the bartender tells my friend, uh, listen, go get her, get the drink because she's not allowed out there. So he opens the door and I hear her saying again, hey, is your buddy uh, an author? Does he write books? So I'm thinking again, what is going on with this girl? So I go over and I say, hey, I'm not an author. What are you getting at? So she said, nothing. You just look like somebody and he's an author. So she goes and looks on her phone and she brings it over to me and she says, here, look at this guy. And I said, oh my God, it's like a twin, you know? And she goes, yeah, it is. So we continue to talk. And then all of a sudden I'm watching a basketball game and she's talking to me and on and on. And I'm not even paying attention to this girl. And all of a sudden she says, your mother wants me to tell you something. And I'm not paying attention. I'm thinking, yeah, this is at a bar. Did she just say, my mother has something to tell me? And I look at her and I said, what'd you say? And she goes, your mom wants me to tell you something. And then she stops and she doesn't say nothing. And then she goes, oh my God, who's Pauline? And I said, you know what? You need to get away from me right now because I was spooked at that time. Mm-hmm. First of all, she's saying my mother needs to talk to me. How does she know she's dead? And then she goes out and tells me her name. She don't know me from Adam. Mm. So so you believed in this going into having the diner experience? I, yes, of course yeah. I did. Yeah. Because when she said that to me, I got chills right now because I'm uh, she, she was crying. She ran away from me because I told her to get away from me. And then I said, you know what? I sent to my friend. I, I, he said, what happened? I said, I don't know. I'm sitting here and she said, my mom wants to tell me something. And then she goes out and tells me her name. Like, how does she know my mother's name? Nobody knew my mother's name. Mm-hmm. My mom's name is Pauline, but everybody called her Dolly. Nobody knew Pauline. Mm-hmm. Not even my best friend didn't know. Mm-hmm. So I said, I go, I got to go get her. So I go back up and I said, listen, hon, we have to talk. She's crying. She goes, I can't do it. I promised my husband I wouldn't do this no more. I said, no, no, no. You opened up a can of worms. We got to go back down there and talk right now. So she comes back down and uh, she starts crying. And I said, w- w- like, w- stop crying. Like, what are you crying for? She says, I could feel the pain that your mother went through when she died. She goes, it's so painful. She goes, and I can't, I can't stand it. So that kind of made me cry. Because my mother suffered. She suffered for six months. So then she goes on to tell me that my mother's trying to tell me something. And I said, what? What is it? And she said, well, you know, when your mom was dying, you weren't there. You left the room. When my mom was dying, my sisters and my brother put their hand on her heart. And they, they felt her last heartbeat. I couldn't do it. I had to leave. So she wanted me to know that my mother was upset with me that mm-hmm. I left the room. Because she wanted me there because I was the baby and she loved me the most. And she really wanted me there. Then she, you know, she went on to tell me that uh, the, the, where the book comes in about being an author. The day before that, I was in my truck and I told my buddy, I said, I'm going to write a book about myself and I'm going to become a millionaire. I'm telling you, I will. And she said, did, did you do anything about saying anything about being an author? And I said, oh my God, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. I said to my friend, I'm going to write a book. And she said to me, your mother wants you to write the book and don't be surprised when you become that millionaire. Wow. She, uh, we talked about how my mom was disappointed that I left the room where my sisters and my brother put their hand on my mom's heart until, you know, they felt the last heartbeat. I couldn't do it. Just, uh, couldn't do it. And it bothered me for the longest time, um, that I didn't do it. I actually went to another, uh, medium that you don't know about. She told me a lot of interesting things too. 
uh, this this other girl was dead on. Oh, yeah, she, you told me that story. Oh, I in did? the diner, yeah, the Colleen. Yes, she yeah, blew me, me away. Yeah. Like she was just. So you had three experiences yes, so far. Yes, this is amazing. Um, so when I was in the bar, you know, she was telling me how much my mother loved me, and I was the favorite, and I was the baby, and she knew all that, and uh, you know, and then she went on and said, "Listen, your mom is telling me about the book. Write the book." And she said, don't be surprised if you become the millionaire. And, you know, I, I am going to write a book one of these days, you know. Um, I'll, I'll probably do it sooner than later. But, uh, you know, and then the girl, uh, you know, she gave me a hug and told me that my mother is a very, very strong spirit and would just wouldn't leave her alone and kept calling her and calling her to talk to me. And she said that she, uh, her spirit is so strong that she couldn't fight it off. My mother was that high much of a, a spirit that she won her over, that she just wouldn't go away easy until she got to me. And then, you know, we, we uh, you know, I gave her my number and told her, uh, you know, if she ever needed any steaks or anything, seafood, you know, she has my number. And I know I'm going to see her again. Um, you know, I'm always up at that bar because I play pool there. You know, she, uh, she said I was a really nice person and she felt for me because of how much my mom loved me and what, the, you know, the pain she went through. So. Yeah, and it's weird. Most people don't have these multiple experiences with random mediumship yep. in a bar and in a <clears throat> diner yeah. in the morning. You have had two. Yeah, she. but as soon as she walked in the bar, she just looked right at me and like... She knew. She knew something, something was, was up and I'm looking at her like, well, what's this girl doing? But who has... Your mother has to be such a strong spirit in order to... Like, yes. Because I don't read on my off time. When I'm yeah. off duty, I don't read. Even when you were telling me these stories, I'm like, I'm going to pay my bill and leave. Yeah. And she just... She, she got right up. in. Yeah. Yep. So I have to transition it to how this is all coming together. So you're initially I'm talking to Jordan about his yes. coming on the show. Then we talk about your relationship and how you were not faithful in 20 years. So you piqued my interest and you were talking about the things that made you cheat. Yes. The things that women that your woman did. Yes. That, you know, and I'm getting more and more intrigued as you yes. talk. And I'm like, all right, well, I, I need to have you come on the show to, to help our audience yep. talk about how to, number one, you were a cheater. You you, you knew what happened. Yep. You have been in love and you didn't cheat. Correct. When your first love. Yes. And you got burned and, and then you made a lot of other women pay for it. I did. <laughs> and you don't realize how sensitive men are when they get their heart broken. It's very well, hard to recover from that. No matter how big a man is or tattoos or muscles, we have feelings just like a woman does, if not more. Yeah. So, <laughs> and we don't you know, think that men do. We think well, that men we are do. cold. We have you know? more. Uh, we hide it, but you absolutely. Know, um, That's a great yeah. point. We always try to hide it yeah. away. You got to we'll, be the tough we guy. Got to be the tough yeah. guy. Yeah. But we're home. But then when we go home and we're crying like a little girl with the teddy bear in our arm, you know, that's uh, <laughs> well, it know, happens to me. It <laughs> happens. <laughs> of course, it does. <laughs> well, they say men are like little boys, like in a big body. Well, you know what I mean? You know what? Not like we, we are. <laughs> you know, men don't like rejection. A. And B, we don't, you know, of course, for a woman to cheat on us is like mortal sin. So right. we get scarred. You know, we get scarred just just like you get scarred. But so your first love, my who first you love, did not cheat on. Yeah, she's the only girl I didn't cheat on in my entire life. How of old all were my you girl. then? I met her when I was 16. I went with her until I was like 23. And you did not cheat? Didn't not even look one, at another one? No, I was obsessed with her. She was my first love, my first kiss, first everything. And, and I, you know, I, I truly loved her. And I believe you get one shot at, like at true love. And after that, I don't know if, you know what? I'm Did not you saying. Did you ever come back from it? No. Mm -mm. No. No, she scarred me pretty good where 
I just didn't have it in me. Uh, you know, I loved before and I love, I still love, you know, but not that like that. That was like, I wouldn't even think of cheating on her. Like it was, she was the one, you know, but she ripped my heart out and showed it to me. So, you know, after she and did you were that, young. I was 23. Yeah. And so since 23 to now, you're 45, you've cheated on everyone you've been with. I've tortured everybody I came in contact with. But why is it that, why do they have to pay the price for this one? It's not that they're paying the price. It's just that I will never let my guard down that bad again. Like you'll never get to me again that mm -hmm. way. If someone cheats on me, of course I would, it would hurt me. If my wife cheated on me, of course it would hurt me. I'll never be hurt like that. Mm -hmm. Like I got sick. Like, I didn't date anybody for years. You know, I went on the road. All I did really? was you play didn't date pool. anyone years, for years? Like, how years. many years? Probably, I'm going to say two years before I could actually be with someone. You didn't even go on a date for two no, years? No, nothing. Just put put my heart and soul into playing pool and traveling the country. Just And you were a pool, like, tournament? Yeah, to pool a lot tournaments? of tournaments. Yeah, wow. gambled. It was big gamblers. You know, just loved, loved playing pool. I found pool, it, 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 um, I lost myself in the game and it, it, it took my hurt away. Hmm. So I just kept playing as much as I could because I couldn't stand being hurt like that. Like I, you know, to the point where I'm calling my mother, you know, three o'clock in the morning crying to her. Like I said, mom, I think I'm going to die here. You know, I just, You're but I'm heartbroken. through like withdrawal. It, it was so bad. I couldn't, I, I couldn't breathe, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't hang with it. But you know, I got over it and you know, you know, met my wife and we got married. We had kids and you know what, like. And this girl came back, didn't she? She did. She came oh, back. Um, man, what a. I was, I was already married and she saw me and uh, I was working for. How old were uh, you when you got married? I was, well, I'm married tw at 25. So she came to you two years later. Two years later. Yeah. After you were now getting over it. Yes. So you, uh, you had I done saw her, some, yeah, you've done some time. Yes. I saw her on the highway. And, uh, on the highway. Yeah, I was driving. She was driving. I was driving a truck. I worked for a. So you guys were like neck and neck on a yes, highway. Yes, I was oh in God. a car. We were. I worked for a courier service, and we're, so is that a coincidence? Yes. She <laughs> she pulls up by me, and she points to pull over, and you know I pull over, and she said, "How you doing?" I said, "Good." And I said, "How you doing?" She said, "Good." I'm getting married. I said, "Good." And uh, she goes, "Can we be friends? Can we talk?" And uh, I said, "No." <laughs> We can't. I mean, you're, you're too late. I already got married. You're getting married, and you're, the guy you're marrying is a psycho. You know, I don't. Is need she still married to this? Guy? No, no. He oh. beat her up, and no, no. Oh, no. So she didn't really have a good. Like her karma no. was not that good. No, she's been in yeah. uh, relationships, and uh, you know. Her, so you were like the best thing that happened to her. I, I was the best or thing the that one happened. That person that loved her. Yes, and her mother didn't want her with me. Because I was very controlling, but I was controlling because I was so jealous because she cheated on me. I couldn't trust her to go anywhere. Right. So I would be a nutcase whenever she went out with her friends. I'd have to follow her, or, you know, get in fights with her. And her mother didn't know really what was going on. You know, her mother just thought I was, you know, possessive, but she's getting high. She's getting drunk, cheating on me. So she's an addict too. Yeah. You know, yeah, so her, so. I can't tell her mother, hey, listen, you, your daughter's getting high every night and cheating on me. You know, I, I didn't want to get her in trouble that way. So the mother thought I was, you know, no good. So it's so funny because after that happened with me, um, I told her, you know, we, we can't talk. But she, you know, she continued to try to see me and stuff. And, I, you know, I just ended it with just nothing ever started. I was also a mortgage broker at one time and, and I did very well for myself. And uh, I had a brand new Lexus and I was in a store and her mother was working the cash register. And uh, I was getting, I was on the side getting a bag of chips and she walked in. And she goes, oh, my God, Mom, whose car is that? And she goes, why don't you take a look? 
and she looks at me and sees me and she like like she saw a ghost every time i see this girl it's like she sees a ghost and she runs away from me and she's the one that cheated and left me right. and you're and you're like running from me i don't understand it but uh you know she talked to me and she she couldn't even look at me and you know and she uh you know she said to me uh you know money's not everything you know because i was very successful you know and it was like she was kind of throwing a dig at me like yeah. oh yeah you know I could live without money, but, you know, I made it. I was successful, you know, and I did very well for myself. And ha-ha, who's the laugh on now? Right. You know, but that doesn't mean I didn't care about her still. Like, I, you know, I mean, I see her, my heart still pounds, and, you know, I mean, I get sweaty, and, you know, it's, you know, it's 20 years later, yeah. and I'm still the same way. So, wow. you know, that love, that true love, like I said, if you really love someone, no matter what, it doesn't die. Wow. It doesn't die. Either in, in heaven and earth, too. Correct. So we're there with you. You're telling me your life story about how you cheated on your wife. You didn't even know me. And you're telling me why. You're opening up your heart to me. Yeah, I was drawn to you. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, you opened up. Yeah. And and poor Jordan over here, who I'm initially drawn to, he's just, you know, he's flapping just... Flapping in the wind. Flapping in the wind. So we got, he's a skeptic to all this. And now, after hearing your reading outside, which mm -hmm. we got to, he he's saying he believes a little bit. The window's open. The, the door's window's not... You can't come in yet, but the window's open. Okay, well, I got a window. I got some breeze. Yeah. But your mom was coming cool through. Breeze. So if you're still listening from Tim's story, she said that she... That her message to you after she'd given you all those validations was that she wasn't happy with your wife. Yeah, she um, she never really thought much of her. They never saw eye to eye. And, you know, she uh, told me many times I could do so much better. And, you know, because the way she treated me, you know, my mom saw how she was to me and... She wanted better for me, so... And she wanted that you to feel that love because she yeah. didn't get to have it. Yeah, she wanted me to leave her many times. And, and she's like, still asking. Yeah, like you said, she, you know, she hates her. <laughs> yeah. So she, uh, you know, that's pretty strong for you to say because you're, you don't even know me. You're not going to try to break up my marriage or anything no, like that. No, you know? I, wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you to do that. Like, your right. your well, mother's opinion was no, strong. But and, that, and that's why I believe everything that you've told me, and I know you're for real because I know what you said to me. No one knows... I know about the freezer. No one knows. You know about the toothpicks. You know about my mom's throat. You knew that my wife yeah. is not a fan with my mom. So, But see, it was necessary to talk about the toothpicks, the freezer, and the throat before she said that message. Because yes. if I just said that message, you'd be like, well, I was just talking about my wife. So, of yes. course, that would. So, for yes. her to say all that, what they're called is called evidential mediumship. Yep. And they need to have markers so that you know it's them before they give the message. Well, this is my third encounter yeah. with the medium, and all three of you are dead on. And Did they all say about your marriage? Did they all bring it up in um, your mouth? Two of them. No, and uh, the last one though. Did, we, did some of us cross the streams? Like, did some of us bring through the same information? Um, not no, not really. Okay, so all different stuff all your mom di had yeah, to say. Yeah, all different things. But um, of course, if she did this three times, she must be trying to get something through to you. She is. Yeah. So you were telling me, and it's not that you were just a dog and that you went out and cheated. No. no Tell uh, me why you decided to 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 cheat well, on. Well, this wife. could take a little bit. I mean, we'll try to bullet point it. All right. Because I want to get to the. I want to get to the. I want to get to the tips for, okay. our, for our listeners. So when, why, why did you do it like in a nutshell? Okay. When we first, when we started dating, you know, things were very good. I fell in love with her and I wanted to marry her. And, but like, you know, in, in the bedroom, things just weren't the way they were supposed to be. Were they ever? No. Okay. So even in the beginning, yeah. you guys didn't have a great chemistry. No, but I loved her and I, she loved How me to death. How did you fall in love if you didn't have chemistry? Um, the way she treated me, uh, she was really good to me at times. And, um, you know, 
I knew she loved me. Like I so knew she loved me. So did you go after me. her? Did you pursue her? Or did she pursue you? I actually, we were, it was a game. I, I was being an idiot in the pool room. She walked in with her girlfriend one day and they were supposed to pick up my friend from work. And he invited me over his house and said, hey, you know, come on over. And I did. And this girl had no interest in me, you know, at all. And I was just being an idiot, telling stupid jokes. And then, you know, she finally, I guess, you know, thought I was okay, cute. And, you know, and so we just started talking and we ended up kissing. And then it went from there. And then I really, you know, I really started to like her. She was the only girl I really cared about in a real long time. So so she was treating you well in the beginning. Yes. Mm -hmm. For and how long? How long did this last? About a year. About a year, and you're married 20. Yeah. Okay, so a year she's accommodating. Yes. She is, tell me the things she was doing that you enjoyed. Anything I asked her, she did. When I wanted to play pool, she'd come with me. She'd watch. She loved watching me play. Never put any demands on me. You know what I mean? She just, she rolled with the punches. She did what I wanted her to do, and, and uh, she kind of did it as like, uh, you know, she, she had to do what she had to do until we got married. That's basically what happened. So then you got married after a year? Yeah. And then what changed? Well, actually, we, we I got her pregnant before we got married. Okay. And we lost the baby. Okay. So I thought that was like a sign that... You're supposed to be married? Yes. Okay. So we decided to get married and have a baby. So we got married. We Then, you know, I got her pregnant. And, uh, and this is like, you know, after we got married, two weeks after we get married, um, I know we're, we're in the bedroom and, uh, you know, I'm trying to, you know... Be so a little frisky. Up and to the, that year mark, do you get married? You guys are having sex regularly? Yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty good. Okay, you know, but nothing, nothing outstanding. But it wasn't, nothing, it yeah, wasn't no, like blowing uh, no, your mind. No, not blowing the hair back. No, no not even like uh, a, like a breeze. Not even like a little <laughs> breeze blowing it back. But I was your her. intention <clears throat> to stay faithful when you got married? Of course. Okay. Yeah, of course. Even though the sex wasn't phenomenal. Correct. Okay. Okay. So what happens is. She tells me that we're married now and she don't have to do anything. And I said, no, no, no. What are you, I said, what are you talking about? And she goes, we're married now. And, you know, I don't have to do all that stuff. I said, listen, are you kidding around right now? Because I'm like, I'm getting mad. Like, are you kidding? She said, no. She said, I'm not kidding. Well, I thought it was a joke, but it turned out it, it wasn't a joke. What was she referring to? What things did she not want to? Nothing. Like, like what? Nothing. No sex at all. She's oh, done. this was just it, sexual. This wasn't like taking care of you in other ways. No, no, not taking care of me. Just having sex. No, I, I would have been happy with just uh, her, her actually touching me, but it didn't. It, that didn't happen. So, so of the twenty years, mm -hmm. so the we, first six years, it was a disaster. Like I couldn't believe like that I fell in love with somebody that had no sexual appeal to me, and it was devastating. So you know, for five years. The only time I really had a lot of sex with her is when I tried to get her pregnant. And then once I got her pregnant, that was it. There was no sex. Mm. So after we had the baby, there was no sex. And I told her one day, I said, listen, I said, you know, you're like a brand new Lamborghini and I don't have the keys to drive it. She goes, what do you mean by that? And I said, exactly what I'm telling you. I can't drive you. <laughs> it's, and it's driving me crazy. Uh -huh. So she just won't have any of it. So... We got in a real bad fight one night and I said, How long was this into the marriage? Six years. Six years. So we got in a big fight and I told her, I said, listen, you gotta start doing something with me here. I can't stand it. I'm going I'm going to work frustrated. I'm coming home frustrated. I'm every way frustrated. Sexually, mentally, physically, I just I can't beat it. But wasn't she not being nice to you too? Wasn't she criticizing yes. you? Yeah, well every okay. time everything I did just on me and on me. So one night this this is where it really uh, blows the the roof off of me here. Mm -hmm. 
so what we're doing, I'm laying on the couch one night and she comes downstairs in little underwear. And I'm thinking, well, all right, it's, yeah. it's time. Let's rock and roll. Well, she comes down and lays by me. I touch her and she quivers. And I said, well, what did you just do? She said, nothing. And I said, oh, no, you did something. She goes, no, no, nothing. I said, no, no, you, you did something. Right. You and felt she goes, something. Yeah. She said, to be honest with you, you make my skin crawl. And I said, wow. what? Yeah, that's pretty you, strong. Wow. You, that's pretty strong. Nah, I said, wait a minute. You, How are you I, still I, with this woman? Listen, well, I have a baby with her. Okay. Yeah. I got to support the baby. I did love her. She was my fantasy. She became my fantasy girl. How? I didn't want it because I couldn't have her. Like Steve says, yep. you want what you, you can't have. Exactly. So she became my fantasy girl. My wife was my fantasy. I didn't care about any other women. I don't care how hot they were. I didn't want them. I wanted her, but I couldn't have her. So she said I made her skin crawl. I almost died on the couch and I'm like, are you kidding me? I make your skin crawl? I said, I'm done. I've had it. I'm done. Yeah, so now she's not your fantasy woman. No. So now yeah. she tells me, she goes, well, look at you. Who would go with you? You're disgusting. I'm thinking, wait wow. a minute here. Are we talking? My oh wife my is God. talking this way to me. So I this am absolutely devastated. Like, it's making me mad hearing yeah. it. Listen, yeah. I'm not, and I'm not lying to you. I swear on my mother's grave, this happened to oh, me. Oh, I I'm believe not, you. I'm not I, lying I'm to not you. I don't believe you're so, lying. And you would know. Yeah. You would know no. if I'm lying. <laughs> if anybody would know, she would know. I've heard the story twice, and this is the same story. <laughs> so I said to her, um, I said, that's fine. I said, when I, when I do, and I'm going to cheat on you, please do not ask why. You know why. She, she did said, it to herself. She I mean, did it. She, she did, did it to herself. So she so said. So was she your fantasy woman at this point? Yeah, she still was. I, Even because though I, she yeah, said those course. nasty yes, things yes, to you. Yes, yes. So I said to her, I said, you know what? I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. I did not leave. You weren't hurt. Of course, I was yeah, hurt. I was yeah. destroyed. Yeah. So there was a every Thanksgiving Day tournament. There was a tournament in pool that you know there's a hundred guys in the tournament. And I used to stay out all night long playing pool. She would never. I come home seven o'clock in the morning, go right to work. She wouldn't ask nothing. Wouldn't care where I was. Didn't care about nothing. I said, oh my God, like she ain't even asking where I am. Like she really don't care about me. So this went on for a little bit and I was so devastated Thanksgiving day and I was being nice to her and I said to her, I said, listen, can we, can we just have a good day and make love tonight? And no, <laughs> don't you get it? You sicken me. And I said, okay. I said, that's it. I said, I'm going to the tournament. I don't want to hear nothing. I just, I want to go pool is my escape and, and I escaped to it. So I went to this tournament and I'm, I, you can't feel smaller than I felt that night. Like, I don't think I'm good looking. I'm thinking I'm disgusting. I, I, I make her skin crawl. I guess everybody looks at me that way. So I was really down on myself in mm -hmm. my whole life. Like I thought I was a decent looking guy. I, I always had girls, you know, but uh, you know, with this girl, obviously not. So I play pool. I get done with my first match. This girl walks up by me where I'm sitting looks like a twin to Jennifer Love Hewitt, like absolute twins. Now, she walks in and she sit, sits next to me and says, wow, you played really well tonight. And I said, how do you know my name? She said, everybody knows you. So Wow, we, big ego boost there. Yeah, and yeah. she starts talking to me and we end up finding out, uh, you know, that she got cheated on and she was pouring her heart out to me. And I, I, I didn't even ask her about anything about, uh, you know, trying to date this girl. She's 21. I'm 35. There's no way she's going for me. You know, she's young. I'm an older guy. But it ends up that she had a, um, she had she had interest in me, and I ended up hooking up with her. And how long were you with her? Um, about six months. Wow. But my wife finds out about her a month later, and my wife freaks out and goes crazy. So now I left my wife. My wife's, you know, comes up my house. My, you know, I went to my mother's house to stay, and my wife said, "Please don't do this to me. I'll do whatever you want." 
And I said, really, you want to, now you, now you want to do something. And she goes, I'll come on outside. I'll, I'll let you, I'll do whatever you want. She wants what you can't have. She wants, yep. she would, then she, she did. So we went out Mike, you know, went out in the car and, and we took care of business. And I said, you know what? Thank you very much. But now it's time to go. So I have to pursue my life now. Thank you very much. Wow. That was that was six <laughs> years coming. That was six years coming. So guess what? Thank you very much. Well, anyway, we split up. My wife is going crazy trying to get my mom, you know, talking to my mom to get me back in the picture. My wife comes out and says, listen, I'll let you have your little your little piece of candy. But when, when you're done with your candy at night, you come home to me. I said, are you crazy? Wow. You're going to let me have this girl? She goes, that's right, because I'm going to win you back. She won me back. Yeah. She did everything I wanted sexually, <laughs> and she rocked my world, and she ended up winning me back. And here I am today. I'm back with her. So, wow, wow, crazy stuff can happen. <laughs> Miracles can happen. Yeah, that she won crazy. me back. Are you in love? Yes, I'm in love with her. Okay, I love her. Yeah, she rocks my world. She's, you know, she she won. She she actually turned in to the woman I always wanted to have. Is she so. still? Is, the, is she the fantasy woman? Yeah, she still is. So now, now that you can have her, she's still the fantasy. Still, one? she rocks my world. Okay, well, great. Yeah. This is. A, I, I need to have you back next week to tell our women and our listeners what they could do so this does not happen to them. I could do that. Okay, because I I want to hear about this. Absolutely. Can, Steve wants to hear about it. Jordan, you're the reason why this all happened. For God's uh, sake, Jordan's the man. Everyone has to thank Jordan because if it wasn't for his craziness. This yeah. wouldn't be today. Jordan, tell everybody your number so they could call you. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get you we're gonna get you hooked up with a nice girl, Jordan. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. So I am going to have to sign off for today, but next week we're gonna bring Tim, Jordan, Steve back. We're gonna bring our medium psychic extraordinaire Robin in the studio. I wanna see what she picks up on you guys. I really do. And uh hell, I get to see Steve again. <laughs> That's great. Do you think it's he could impress fun. me a little bit more next time to make that meter go up to about a two? Maybe. Maybe it'll be like a blueberry muffin this time yeah. instead yeah. of just a piece of bread. Maybe I'll be even better bread. Are you going to have white bread? bread? Maybe one marble. Bread. Are you going to sizzle a little bit on the grill? A little bit. Okay. We'll find a out. Bit. Honey we You're we'll only going to give me a little bit? We'll find out next week. We'll just wait. Oh, we will. <laughs> All right. Tune in next week to a Day Radio. We'll see you then.